Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Well, John, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. You are a man who really needs no introduction, but you know, indulge us. Give us a little introduction. Tell my listeners who you are and you know what you're all about. John Lee Dumas. I am the founder and host of a podcast called Entrepreneurs on Fire, which I launched back in 2012. Um, it was a daily podcast for five and a half years, which is 2,000 days in a row. And I'm now over 2,600 episodes published over the past eight years. And our business is currently uh, financially stable as well, bringing in multiple millions of dollars a year, living in the tax haven oasis of Puerto Rico right here behind me. So I get to keep all the money that I make. Sounds like a lovely life. Yeah, <laughs> I like there's just no work going into this at all. 2000 and something episodes is crazy. Um, I wanted to, so my audience is mostly new entrepreneurs. That is pretty much what what they do. That's coaches, it's course creators, um, a lot of people in the network marketing space. And you know, you being a man who's interviewed literally thousands of entrepreneurs, you've probably talked to more entrepreneurs than anyone. I'm just curious. There are so many options out there for entrepreneurs right now. The there are so many avenues that people can take to go down, and I think shiny object syndrome is a big thing. Sort of curious what your advice would be to new new entrepreneurs starting out. What do you what do you think is something that people are really missing right now or taking them off course? They're missing their big idea. You know, honestly, they're seeing people like yourself or people like me who are doing X, Y, or Z, and they're just like, oh, that looks cool. Like I'll do that. Um, and the problem is they just end up typically being a pale replication of whoever they're trying to replicate they don't have their own big idea. And frankly, back in 2012, I didn't have my big idea either and I was struggling for it. But then when that aha moment happened for me and I said, well, why is there no daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs? And I decided to follow that great Gandhi quote and be the change I wanted to see in the world. Like that's why I was a success because I was bad as a podcast host. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a poor interviewer, communicator, presenter, all of those things, but I was feeling a need and I was the one-stop shop. Like look back into the 1960s, like the wonder years. If you wanted to go to the movies, there was one place in town to go to the movies. And even if you had a terrible customer experience there, there was really nothing you could do about it because that was the one show in town. And so the day I launched my podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, it was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs in the world. It was the worst daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs seven days a week. It was the only. So how can you, some people that are watching us right now, be the only? How can you be the best show in town. And of course, town for us now is the world. Now, that doesn't mean it's overwhelming because you get to be the best person in the world on X, Y, or Z. It means that you need to come up with a big idea and then you need to find within that big idea, what is a small niche that's not being served in that big idea right now at all or good enough? And how can you come in and become the best solution to that problem? That's what people are missing. That's what people aren't doing. 99 out of 100 people that I talk to that are 
you know, starting and I give them that question, Hey, what is a problem that you're solving that nobody else is solving? They look at me like, you know, I have a thousand heads and blank stares because they have no idea what I'm talking about. And frankly, they have no idea how to start a successful business. Yeah, no, I love that. And it, it's so true because you have to have like your North star that you're following. That big idea is you have to be rooted in that. But, and I know that your success didn't happen overnight by any means. Like you, like you said, you know, you sucked at it at first and it didn't turn a problem. Was it something like nine months or something before you really started to 13 see 13 months, 13 months. So how do you stay committed to that idea? I'm sure people were telling you that it was not a great idea, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it wasn't going to work. So how do you stay committed to that? even when things aren't working out, even when things aren't going as you planned, or did you plan for it not to work out for that long? Were you prepared for that? I was prepared, you know, for the long haul. To me, I was committing. I was going all in. I was going to see this through. Like I was going to give myself 18 months to see if this worked or not. And as I mentioned, you know, it took me 13 months to make revenue, which by the way, was actually 16 months because it was three months before I launched plus the 13 months post-launch. So, you know, I was getting kind of close to that 18 month point of like not making any revenue, but well before then I had had, you know, a lot of great feedback and people saying that, you know, they were enjoying the concept and they were really glad that somebody had stepped up and filled this space and was creating a solution for a problem that they had, which is the problem that I had, which was, I want to listen to a new interview every single day with a successful entrepreneur so I can keep getting inspired every day, so I can keep learning every day, so I can keep elevating myself every day. So maybe I can have that one light bulb go off in my head because of one thing that that person said out of maybe the blue that can take me to that next level. So, you know, for me, I was just committed to that process. I was going to stick with it. And, you know, I knew, I knew that it's what I wanted to do because I was passionate I was curious about having these conversations. Plus, I knew that they were adding value and knowledge to the world, frankly, not through me because I didn't know what I was doing, but through the guests that I was bringing on. So I knew it had those elements and it was only a matter of time. Now, that didn't mean it was a matter of time until I was going to be able to turn into a financial success, but only a matter of time until it started serving the purpose that I wanted it to, which was reaching thousands and thousands of people every single day delivering that inspiration, motivation, and potential aha moments. Yeah. And I, I love that because what I'm, what I'm hearing in there is you were just really committed to the process and the outcome, not necessarily the revenue part, but you were, you just trusted that gut feeling that by filling that need, it was all going to kind of take care of itself, that you trusted that the, the process would unfold and, and you'd end up making money. It would end up working out because you, you really, really believed in this thing that you were doing. Well, an example I like to give too is there's a movie released not too long ago. I believe it was called yesterday where the guy wakes up and like nobody had ever heard of the Beatles before. So like yeah. he knew that he was sitting on a gold mine and cause the Beatles songs were amazing and they were solving a huge problem in the world that people wanted that great music in their lives and so that was like a super cool movie to see because that's how I felt on my podcast. Like I knew that this podcast was needed in the world, that it was solving a problem that people had because there was no other podcast that was doing anything close to what I was doing. I was solving a real problem. It was just going to be a matter of time. You know, just like when his parents first heard him sing the song like yesterday or all you need is love. They're like, yeah, that's okay. 
because they had never heard it before. It was like the first time they heard it. And it was just like, I knew that it was the same thing with my show. It was like people needed to, you know, give it time and to be like really um, shown the way through the podcast, through the stories that I was telling and the stories that I was taking from the guests that I had. And like, that was such a key part of that process. And so, you know, that's my question to everybody that's watching and listening to us right now is what is it that you're doing that's following that same line? Or are you that pale replication of a thousand other people that are doing all the same thing, like posting a daily quotes on Instagram with cute font and expecting you're going to grow a following? Right. You're not really serving a need with that. That's not, it's not coming from that place. Exactly. If you were the only person in the world doing it, you'd be awesome. But because it's simple to do, everybody's doing it and it's not valuable. Right. No, absolutely. And, and the tough things, you, you have to have that vision to do the tough things every day and, and get up and, and fill that need. So I, I wanted to ask you, because it might be something, I'm curious if it's something that you work at or if it's something that, you know, maybe, maybe you take for granted a little bit, but you have, you do have sort of a, a joyful presence. Like you seem to, you seem to go into everything that you do with a lot of passion and a lot of joy. And I'm wondering if that's something that you are consciously aware of, or if it's something that, you know, that's just sort of the way that you are. And if you see that with all of the entrepreneurs that you interview, is there a common theme or a common thread of how they, how you carry yourself and carry yourself in your business? I would honestly say it's the latter. I feel like it's kind of been just a subconscious um, part of my personality for pretty much my entire life, because I can remember back to many, many times, like, you know, my parents or, you know, my parent, my friend's parents, or like, you know, just past girlfriends, just kind of like making comments, like, you know, you're just such a positive person. Like you just always seem to be so happy. And of course, like, you know, they saw me at times when I wasn't because, you know, we all have the ups and the downs and, you know, I'm, you know, able to like come on interviews like this and be on my show and like really bring the energy and the vibe because I'm loving having these conversations. But like, if I have a 15 minute break, you know, I'm not looking in the mirror, like going rah, rah, rah the whole time. Like I'm sitting down on my, on my chair right here, you know, watching, you know, a Netflix show, just kind of chilling out, doing nothing until, you know, my next interview comes up. So, you know, I think that's important for people to, to know that like when you're seeing influencers and authority figures, like you look up to and admire and you're seeing like their 15 second Instagram stories or their Facebook posts or like them on interviews like this, like they're bringing the best of them, which they should be. Cause if they're not, what are they doing? Like they're bringing the best of them. Like I'm bringing the best of me right now. Um, but you know, and that is to kind of circle back to your initial question though, something that does come very natural to me. And it always has, like, I've just always kind of had that personality because, you know, we're humans, we're all built differently. We all have different, you know, personalities and different levels of optimism to pessimism. And that's just a reality. You can work on all of those things. And I think personally, one of the best ways to work on those things for anybody that wants to elevate their game is surrounding yourself with the people you want to be more like. Like there's a reason why that Jim Rohn quote is so true. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with because you truly are. I, I end every Entrepreneurs on Fire episode by saying, hey, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Nicole and JLD today. So keep up that heat. And I mean it because they've been hanging out with two awesome, fun, cool people. I really believe that. And I want my audience to be like conscious of the fact that now it's their job to keep that level high as they go about the rest of their day. 
And I really believe that like, you know, who you're spending your time with is like a direct reflection of your life. If you're going out every Friday night with your high school friends who are just complaining about their jobs, drinking beer, spending Saturdays hungover, that's going to be your life. And that's okay if that's how you want your life to be. But if you're listening to us right now and like you want something more, then you've got to find people in your life to make your top five. That doesn't mean cut off people that are, you know, shouldn't be in your top five and never talk to them again. They just need to move down the line to like number seven, 11 or 14. And that's just a reality. No, definitely. Yeah. You know, if you don't like where you are, look around you. The answers are there. (laughs) They're there. They're there. Definitely. So I know that we have to wrap up, but in closing, I kind of wanted to, you have, like we said, you've interviewed more entrepreneurs than anyone. And since my audience is mainly new entrepreneurs, if there were, tell them where they can find you, where they can hear more JLD. But also if you can think of a particular interview that you think is like, if I were just starting out, I would want to listen to this interview or I'd want to, I'd want to find all the inter- interviews I did with this person. If you, if you know of one of those and point that out so they know where to start. So all the magic for us happens at eofire.com. We have uh, free courses there for entrepreneurs on podcasting, coming up with big ideas, funnels, all free, all for you. Um, eofire.com slash top 10 is what I consider my top 10 best interviews. So you can go start there and check those out. And um, I would love if anybody that's listening gives my podcast a try, Entrepreneurs on Fire. It is a fabulous show and always something new every single time. There's always some, as you say, value bombs being dropped. (laughs) So Jaldi, thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this podcast. We really appreciate you being here and thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Nicole, take care. It was good hanging out. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.